Hey, it's Gerald Glassford. I recently joined the Voice from the Underground this week to talk more about the death of Kobe Bryant, his legacy, and where he stands among all the greats. So join me, Big Haas, and Jason Dutch on this latest episode of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Voice from the Underground. We are a gnarly spirited, super dope, and often mind-numbing juxtaposition of politics and pop culture coming straight from the underground and into your earballs. I am here with the legend himself. He is half Wakandan, um, Big Haas, broadcasting from Wakanda itself. What's happening, man? Uh, I'm full Wakandan. Thank you very much. <laughs> Pull down your lip. Prove it. Uh, you can't see aud- it. Audio podcast, folks. You can't see that. But the glow was amazing. Uh, welcome in, folks. That's what she uh, said. The glow. <laughs> that's pause, granddad. But uh, welcome back, folks. Uh, another long week uh, full of things to talk about. And uh, unfortunately, got some. Um, uh, the world was kind of shook yesterday. Uh, by the passing of Kobe Bryant and uh, f- I believe eight other people, including his daughter yes. uh, Gianna, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that for a minute uh, before we do uh, because TJ is a Lakers super fan, but he is unable to be on the show this evening, and I believe he's going to. We might post some content from TJ separately or at the end. Uh, you'll have to stay posted or tuned and find out. But um, we do have his co-host from the Lakers Fast Break podcast and. Our good friend of the show, Mr. Gerald Glassford, back with us. What's up, Gerald? Um, wish we could have you on better circumstances. You just said what I was thinking, man. I just, uh, same thing. Uh, I wish I was here under better circumstances. Usually it's bright and cheery. Uh, it's always great to talk to you guys. Uh, just, you know, bad times, man. Bad times. Past. 36, 48 hours has been rough for Lakers fans and basketball fans around the world. And uh, just, you know, it's it's been rough. Yesterday, TJ and I, we uh, went on the air and shared a, th- a lot of our thoughts. It was rough for both of us. We both yeah. sh- weren't sure beforehand. We, just, we, we actually asked each other, do you really want to go through this? Because it was rough. And uh, it helps when you talk to people about it. It yeah. helps when you... When you conversate with it and with two great guys like yourselves, uh, you know, it helps me feel better. And I know it helps a lot of people out there if they just have a conversation with somebody about it, because I know it's bothering a lot of people at this point in time. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna, you know, what I was going to say real quick is, uh, you know, in light of what happened yesterday, you know, Dutch even asked if we wanted to jump on yesterday. And I told him, I said, I don't know if I could do it. I don't know if I could could get through it, man, because. uh I was. I mean, uh, you see pretty... me crying. Uh, if you watch yeah. the video, you see me crying uh, at several points of time during during the process talking. Yeah, and I will Jeff. post a I will post a link to that show. Um, and uh, again, starring our own TJ in the show notes. Um, to that YouTube video. So uh, real quick, I'll I'll just read the. This was not the original story. The original story was broke by TMZ. 
but I will read uh, the ESPN report here real quick. So this was from yesterday. Uh, NBA legend Kobe Bryant and one of his daughters were among nine people killed Saturday in a helicopter crash in Calabasas, California. A source confirmed to ESPN Bryant was 41. Bryant was on his way to a youth basketball game with his daughter Gianna, uh, 13, when the helicopter crashed. Los Angeles County Sheriff Alex Villanueva said in a news conference there were no survivors, and according to the flight manifest, nine people on board. The article goes on to talk about a lot of other things. There were other people on this airplane or this helicopter. We don't want to forget about those people because every single life is precious, um, not just Kobe's. Um, the saddest part is that a couple of these were young ladies. Um, there was a baseball coach who had some experience uh, coaching minor league baseball in the Cape Cod leagues uh, on board this plane as well, or on, again, this helicopter as well. Um, and I actually heard, living in Bakersfield, I heard about the helicopter crash because Calabasas is, you know, obviously home of the Kardashians. Right. That's probably what it's famous for. But I heard about the crash earlier before anything came out with Kobe Bryant, like just maybe like an hour before I heard that there was a helicopter crash, crash um, like an yeah. hour away from me. So um, what I want to do here is uh, I'm just I'm just going to let you guys like talk about this. I'm going to start with Gerald because he's our guest. We only got him for about 30, 40 minutes here. Uh, Gerald, just as a Laker fan, you know, and, and this coming on the heels of LeBron passing him uh, on the all-time list, uh, tell us just, you know, about that, um, about the day before what happened, what your thoughts were on that because that was a cool moment. And then just how, you know, this, this went, the, the last couple of days have been for you because I know there's been, you know, we don't usually do shows where we uh, focus on folks who die. We did it for Stan Lee. I think we did it for Bush 41, but give us your thoughts, Gerald. Um, again, starting with, if you would, uh, Saturday's. It was a game against LeBron. the 76ers. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, during that game, uh, LeBron James, uh, you know, who has the star player for the Los Angeles Lakers, he passed Kobe Bryant on the all-time scoring list. Uh, he passed him for third. So now LeBron James is there in third place, and Kobe Bryant is in fourth place. And Kobe quickly sent out a tweet, uh, you know, acknowledging the passing and also congratulating LeBron on the changeover. And, you know, it, it was a very respectful and thoughtful tweet, and it also showcased, uh, you know, the his verbiage to have the game move forward and, and to always look forward, you know, for the future and records right. are always made to be broken, but the brilliance and excellence of individuals are still there that play that game. And it was funny because later on it, as we're recording this today, we learned that LeBron James and Kobe spoke that night on the phone. Uh, so they did have a phone mm. conversation in which, you know, Kobe actually formally congratulated LeBron on. So they did actually speak to each other the night before Kobe passed away. And, you know, you said you, you heard the news beforehand. I mean, I got the news really quickly once TMZ.com uh, got it. When once TMZ gets it, they sink their teeth in there, you know, a story real quick like that. And it, the word spread out like wildfire. And I got a call from my wife notifying me of it and tried to verify it before I go ahead and spread any of it any further. Uh, but Team Z right. site crashed uh, for just a few minutes because 
either they were resetting it to go ahead and pop the story on there, but their site was down for a period of time. And CNN was only reporting a crash, and they didn't indicate exactly who was in the crash. It wasn't until uh, Adrian Wojnarowski, who's the lead NBA writer out there and who gets all the scoops, uh, you know, basically instead of this time, uh, you know, that TMZ got it this time. But for basketball, it's usually Adrian Wojnarowski, and he, he confirmed that it was Kobe in there. And, oh, my gosh, my heart sank. My chest became heavy and it just it was hard to breathe and and just knowing that someone who was a major part of your life and to someone that you had admired and respected so much for so long uh, is no longer with you and he's right. actually several years younger than me he's nine years younger than yeah 41 uh, younger yeah. than me and it's, he had so much left to give in fact, he, he was his production company was well underway. He had just won an Academy Award for Deer Basketball. I mean, his life, as far as being a father, his future for his four girls that he has or that he had just, you know, it seemingly was going to be even better than his playing career. And unfortunately, that, you know, ended up not being the case. Tell us, like, what this means to, like, Laker Nation. I mean, is this what do you expect from Laker Nation Oh, this is on, a gut this. punch. This is yeah. definitely a gut punch, and this is devastation uh, for every single Lakers fan that's out there worldwide. I mean, his name, when you're known by only one name out there, you, you, know, yeah. you talk about your MJ, your Shaq. Very your popular Kobe. name for people to name their dogs, too. Exactly. And yeah. he's known worldwide. I mean, I, I've spoken to people today. That have been in contact with people overseas in China, Australia, Europe. I mean, Italy, where he grew up, uh, because his dad played in Europe and Italy and all that. They actually, actually gonna, they're actually going to uh, honor mourn, him the entire week. Him, they're going to mourn him for a whole week and out of yeah. Europe. Oh, so, really? In Italy? Exactly, yeah. because you know, yeah, he, he was, was multilingual. You know, he absolutely. Yeah. Uh, he was multilingual, knew several languages. I remember him in a recent game against the Dallas Mavericks. He came up from behind to superstar Luka Doncic and spoke to him, uh, you know, actually I said some smack to him behind his back. So Luka turned around to see who it was, and it was Kobe Bryant. And he was obviously uh, very shocked and very pleased to see him. <laughs> but, you know, it just goes to show you the intelligence the man had as far as knowing so many different languages, being able to communicate. I mean, he would often have press conferences in Italian. When an Italian reporter would ask him a question in Spanish, he would quote people uh, in Spanish, and he just he was that good at at everything he wanted to do. And his drive, his work ethic, his mentality, his determination—he did not want to lose. He did right. not want to go ahead and lose at anything. And I remember uh, my conversation earlier today. That's now go- uh, on the Lakers Fast Break podcast apps, on the Lakers Fast Break podcast apps with Lakers. And if you're a Laker fan, I highly suggest you going there for great conversation and people are helping each other on that side as we speak. Uh, he communicated to me that Kobe's drive, even off the floor, was so great that he didn't even want his girls to beat him in Monopoly. So that yeah, gets you right there. I mean, he would go right. ahead and get, you know, get all the real estate and he wouldn't ra- trade. He wouldn't do anything. He would just go ahead and do what he can to win the game. And that's, that's the type of Mamba mentality that he had. I want to ask Haas a question here. Um, Big Haas, uh, r- yesterday, um, s- sometime after this happened, um, there was a tweet from a guy who he had you know, sort of, a, I guess, a tumultuous relationship with um, with Shaquille O'Neal. 
with O'Neill tweeting out, I really lost a brother. We are still the best duo ever created. That's never going to change. I have lost a brother, but I have a little brother, but I really lost a brother yesterday. So he also said, I'm not doing well. I'm sick. Now, we all know there was a lot of, I don't know, animosity, but tell us about that and like your reaction to Shaquille O'Neal's tweet. Okay, I'll get to that. But uh, first of all, I just want to say that, you know, like like, uh, Gerald, I was I was out. I was actually at an indoor water park with my daughters and my with my daughter and my sons and my wife and uh a family friend with was, was with Yeah, us. that's why we didn't podcast yesterday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think and I broke I, the news to you, didn't I? No, you didn't. Actually. No, I was late. Okay. I, I thought it was yeah. Walter Cronkite there. No, you weren't. But <laughs> we had we had a family friend with us, uh affectionately called Auntie Catherine. Uh, shouts out to Auntie Catherine. You know who you are. We love you so much. And she literally, we had we were sitting in an area eating some pizza, and we had our, our our clothes and our phones and stuff in another little area, and she had walked over to check her phone because she's a nurse, so she was just checking on some stuff. And I was kind of like, you know, as she walked over, she grabbed her phone. I'm looking at her, and I was about to make fun of her being on her phone, and her eyes got wide. She she like her, she stood like real straight. And she walks over to me with the phone facing me. Right. And she had to walk a good 30 feet with the phone facing me. And she puts it up to in his TMZ. Kobe Bryant dead in a helicopter crash. And I just yelled out, you are lying like that. Right. And I'm just like, this cannot be true. This cannot be true. Um, so I get on my phone. I'm like, okay, let's see if CNN or or NBC or you know some AP or something, Reuters or something is is you know carrying this as well. And sure enough, about four or five outlets that you know we we might consider reputable um, had it had the same thing. And I just slumped back into right. the chair and um, was really like just crestfallen. I mean, I had a disdain for Kobe, but it was a disdain of respect because I loved Michael Jordan so much. Yeah, me too. And this dude, I saw so much Jordan in him, and I grew up with Jordan. So I think there's a lot more Jordan in him than there is in LeBron by a a mile. But most definitely. And I just, you know, I was like, look at him. He's trying to he trying to walk like Jordan. He's trying to stick his tongue. He's got his his knee pads like his knee the knee brace like Jordan, and he's trying to learn to do this and this. You know, he, even his speech pattern for a while was Jordan esque, and I just yeah hated he called it. it the game of basketball just you know, like Jordan then, did yeah yeah. And then but the thing was was all of those other you know on the court he was that fiery competitor like Jordan and. You know, I respected his game. I respected the hell out of him as a player. But because I held Jordan in such high regard, to see such a viable threat to that that iconic legacy of Jordan, you know, right. led me to have a little disdain for him. Same here. But, and, um, you know, I just, I had to hold it together because my, my, my wife, Sam, she's like, don't you cry in front of these kids. Don't you cry in front of these kids. Because she could see, she could see it in my face, 
you know, and we're sitting there and I'm just like holding it together with the kids, holding together. You know, we were about um, an hour from the house. So we had to drive home, you know, and I'm still trying to keep it together. But my thoughts kept running back, you know, running back to Kobe, running back to Kobe. And um, I get home and I turn on the TV and I forgotten that when I left, I had ESPN on. So when I turn the TV on, of course, ESPN comes back on. And uh, I think it was Stephen A. Stephen A. Smith was talking about Kobe. And I just sat down on, on the bed, the foot of the bed, and I just bawled. And like right now, my, mm. my throat is clenching up talking about this. And um, it's just, what, wow. 40, but answer me why. why old, he's eight years why, younger than me. What is it about him that make, is making, because this is the thing. Like, well, you know what? You know what the, I, I know what you're going to ask. Right. What is it about him? Someone that I, I had a, uh, and, a and he's not, the, he's not unique. I mean, no, people felt this no. way with Stan Lee, very much yeah. with Michael Jackson. I remember when Michael Jackson died, you know, especially my African-American coworkers, it seemed, I mean, they were sobbing. Yeah. You know, and this Definitely. was, I, I didn't I, come into contact with as many people yesterday uh, as, yeah. you know, in person to, to, to see this as, uh, you know, their reactions in person. But from yeah. what I've seen, it's been very, very similar to that, you know. I think I think um especially in the African American culture those people that are largely doing well and excelling in life we hold them close in our hearts. You know what I mean? Because there's so yeah. much negative out there about us. You know, much like LeBron except for that one that one thing, what did you hear about Kobe? In the negative. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that and, was, of course, blown out of proportion, too. Yeah, well, to, to we, a degree. We know, we, well, let's not, yes let's, not no, drag, but, let's not even go yeah. about that. You know, um, that that happened, and, you know, but to see him bounce back from that, you know, most importantly, off the court. People talked about him playing on the court. I was like, that was his refuge. But off the court to repair his relationship with his wife, to, you know, raise those kids and to do all the things he was doing off the court. And to yeah. see him actually getting into the second phase of his life where he had he had run out of a little bit of that piss and vinegar that he had, you know, he had that, he, you know, he, he was always competitive and even off the court in his other ventures, he was just as driven. But you could see that he was way more introspective. He was always introspective, but he had he had you could see that he had gone into a deeper level of introspection and I guess self-realization and self-actualization of himself. And and the, and the world around him, and he had become. You could see it, you know, even developing more. But he had become way more. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to say it. But just, I guess, for lack of a better term, uh, mature. I can't think of a better synonym right now. Mm -hmm. But he had become so much more mature. And even in his, even in his, you know, trash talking and things like that, it, it had changed. And it was. I was. I was very interested to see the second phase play out. And I feel like we were robbed of that. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. for us, I, in, in, like I was saying, you know, in the African-American culture, in the African-American communities, you know, there's so much negative out there about us. And to see someone excelling in business, excelling in the second phase, out after what, you know, the what a lot of people think that we're good for, you know, entertaining, you know, playing sports, singing, you know, Stuff like that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, for him to go and be and in going into business and his production company and doing things that other people think are too cerebral for people that look like us to do and, mm. and, and be great at, you know, winning an Oscar for his short and everything that, you know, to, to, to see that that burgeoning flame, that second flame, because if the first flame, you know, was amazing, it was a, 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 a just a sun, a sun ray. He was, he was just a sun ray on the court. Um, but to see that second flame beginning to light and to probably, you know, if he if, if he was anything like he was on the court, he was going to make that one become another ray of sun. Um, to see that extinguished so soon and, and just as it was really getting getting started, just really starting to spark was very saddening. And, and as for Shaq and him, you know, yeah, and I'd like to get I, Gerald's I, I what, thoughts I, I, on. Both, I, 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 I want to hear from both of you on this one. Yeah, by the I know. Way, what, so. I know. I know that when Shaq says he lost a brother, I, I, I can totally, under, I totally can relate to what he's saying. You know what I mean? Because we well, they have, argued like brothers. Yes, that's what I was, I was just ready to say that they um, but they loved each other. Yeah, in the end, like yeah. Brothers. I mean, we when you have family, you may not like. Your family members all the time, right? But you always love them. You always love them. You always want them to see see them do well. And when they're in pain or when they're 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 down, no matter what the situation is, you know, even in your dislike, you may begrudgingly do it, but you're gonna help them. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't talk to my sister much. My 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 second sister, not my baby sister, but the one in the middle. I don't talk to her much, and um. It's just how it is, you know, various things that I won't get into. But guess what? If I got a call and she was in trouble, I'm in the car. You know what I mean? If if I got a call and she was had perished, I would I would oh, you know? Right. That's you know what I'm saying? And and and, and this the, the whole thing about where he kinda dry snitched on Kobe and they had this rivalry about I can I can win without you and they both went and won without each other, you know, and, and all of that. That's just that. That's that's basically like a sibling rivalry. You know I what think I mean? The best and, way you can say it, yeah, uh, Big Hoss is, uh, you know, if you you see the Twitter account of Shaq's son, one of the yeah. last things that Kobe did was, uh, well, let's yeah, put this call way. him or something. Shaq Shaq's son uh, recently left UCLA because he wasn't getting enough playing time and is currently undecided on where he wants to transfer to, and one of the last things that Kobe did was in the morning uh, that he perished around eight o'clock, he sent out a text to see if uh, Shaq's son was okay. And unfortunately Shaq's son replied too late. Kobe had already been in the crash, uh, been involved in the crash by that time. But just one of the last things that he did was just to show care. To encourage someone. Exactly. So just to make sure he's okay. That relationship was very much like brothers, very much like brothers that are close. You know, and you mm. have that, you have that dislike and, and you have your, your times where you're going through lows, but you always have that love and, and the love is the foundation. So, you know, I totally understood what Shaq said. I totally related to where he was coming from and I totally respect him for, you know, saying that because, you know, there's still people out there that, that believe they didn't like each other. So, you know. Yeah. Well, I, all right. Well, so I appreciate that. I, so 
I, I want to move off of this slightly, just to a slight degree for, for a second here, because there's something tied to this uh, a little bit that I think both of you brought up and I know I thought of and I saw multiple people talking about, um, and, and it fits, I think, pretty well with this show, show, and that's when this news first broke, especially the source, I ar- immediately tried to verify it. Um you guys both mentioned that you guys both tried made sure that you verified it as well. It it's interesting uh, times. Other that we people live in. weren't that careful in verifying it. Let's just go that way. Well, a lot of people came out and said this is fake. You know, this is fake, and like it's literally the first thing I did was I typed in Google Kobe Bryant dead hoax. Yeah, and and there's been <laughs> so many hoaxes. I, I mean, there was a hoax about Tiger Woods. There's been hoaxes about so many people. What is it with like you know? With if we would have read this story ten years ago, nobody would have questioned it, right? You know, at, at all. And now we're in times where you really do have this narrative of somewhat fake news, where you know there's people who are just looking to get clicks onto their website and stuff like that. So, I mean, is it? What I'm curious here is like, are there certain sources knowing like how many sources are out there that are untrustworthy that you guys will will really say, okay, this seems to be something that I would trust. Like, what particular sources did you guys look at for this? Because that's what I'm curious. I am curious about that and sort of a, a, a tangent onto this. Well, I'm going to add it even tangent even further because as it was being reported, there were what you would normally think are reputable sites. Like, for instance, a local news station uh, reported that all four of Kobe's daughters were killed. And that's something a lot of people, based off of what they saw, we're reporting that and, and reposting that and retweeting mm. that. And, you know, for a while it was communicated that all four of his children. And the youngest is only were, like six months old. Yeah. So it's it that was devastating to even hear that and see that going on. And also former teammate Rick Fox was believed yeah. at some point in time. I, I heard that as well, that he, yeah. he and his daughter were on the plane. On the, exactly. On the so that was something erroneous even reported too. So. I first, like, like I said, when TMZ is is usually, you know, I know they get a lot of a lot of you know, a lot of crap for what they what they do sometimes, but you know what? When they're on the ball, they're on the ball faster than anyone else. And uh, you know, once I saw the reports on TMZ, I did, again, like I said, I had to confirm it first, and I went to CNN first, and CNN was just reporting a crash, and they were already showing the pictures, but they didn't report who was on it, which was very unusual. And I thought that was very curious. So I waited and checked all around, you know, the Internet, Twitter, and kept reposting, reposting until finally when I saw on Twitter that Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN clarified it, even before his the company that he works for, ESPN, posted it, uh, that Kobe Bryant had died. I knew that was it. I, I knew that yeah. that legitimized it for me because as soon as he posted that, CNN uh you know, added in Kobe Bryant dead, MSNBC, you know, ESPN, you know, all the other news outlets started popping up, ping, 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 ping. They all added on there, but he seemed to be the one that kind of teared it towards, okay, this is something that's reality now. Yeah. And the, the, the I'm glad you guys brought up the Rick Fox thing because that was what I was referring to. I'm really happy yeah. that yeah. you caught the bait there because here's the issue that I have is people, these news sources, you know, they might use a, a, a they might when I you read the meat of the story. What I saw is said, is said Rick Fox 
re- reportedly. And right, but so you read I, you read yeah. this in the meat of the story, but the headline is meant to be "Come read oh, my because story" because they want to get that click. Exactly, and that is re- it, it's a it's a symptom of having way too many news sources, and you know, clicks equaling dollars. But dishonest reporting is dishonest reporting, as far as I'm concerned. So, but I um, think that also that there is a responsibility to read it and not just go and i know i've been guilty of that at times where i didn't do my due diligence and i apologize there's for that, reports so. that show up to 50 percent of people especially on social media do nothing except for read the headline the headline and possibly yeah. the the sub the sub headline for example it might say bryant dead in car crash rick fox also on plane um reportedly on plane along with nine others in crash in Calabasas, right? Like something of that nature. And then people just read that and like, oh my gosh. And then they click share and then it spreads like wildfire. Yep. So, but, um, so putting a bit of a bow onto this, just your, your final thoughts. Um, you know, what do you think is going to happen in the aftermath here? Obviously we, we're going to have, well, I will say this great tributes by a lot of the teams. I almost came to tears watching the i think it was the the spurs and was it the raptors um you know both taking 24 second violations i think the hawks did the same thing and multiple teams i think did this because his number was 24 um a couple teams took backcourt violations of eight seconds but uh so i thought that was great so here's how i want to tie this up kobe's legacy where does he fall I, i think most of us can agree that he's top five um, but where do you find where do you think that he falls in the Jordan LeBron Kobe maybe you know Magic Wilt I, I don't know if you'd throw anybody else in there um, <sighs> yourselves but it, I think it's appropriate to sort of try to give him his place here where do you feel that he falls on on the all time greatest list number one and number two is I, I can't think of 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 any other celebrity death in the last really since michael jackson because i'm where it held this much impact i don't know if there's any pop off for for either for either of you guys but um just take it from there and you know house go ahead as far as the pantheon i guess yes the pantheon (laughs) i guess i'm always gonna have jordan one i think kobe's two two or you know two or three you gotta mention Wilt. You gotta mention Kareem, uh, especially especially Wilt. I'm sorry, uh, Wilt more than more than Kareem because you know Wilt just took over, and he I mean he had a decided advantage, but you know he just took well, over. He was 100 feet tall. He didn't, he didn't just phone it in. He 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 tried to kill you. I think the I'm a big fan of that that killer instinct. Mm-hmm. And I think that Wilt was one that wanted to break your will. You know what I mean? Like like Kobe and like more, like Jordan were. Just no, I want I want you to be a broken man by the time I'm done with you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why Wilt did what he did on the court so much. LeBron, I would I would stick in there at at fourth. I just I feel like he he's he's consent to facilitate. He's such a great player and he's so great off the court. You know, and that's the thing about Magic, Kobe, Jordan to an extent, and LeBron. They they 
they're so great off they were so great off the court in their business lives and things like that. Mm-hmm. So and and I, I think I would definitely round out my my five with magic. You know, so uh Jordan, Kobe, Wilt, LeBron, and Magic. And I you know, Magic was just so amazing as well. So Well we have you and I share the same uh top five. Uh Gerald, what do you th- wh- where where do you got it? That's a damn good five, and I don't think I'm going to uh, deviate in names. I mean, people can throw Bird, people can throw Oscar, pe- people can throw a lot of names in there. Does Duncan get close to that list? Uh, to me, no. He's in the top ten. I would Tim Duncan, put, big fundamentals in the top ten, but not, not I in that top him like five. Nine, ten, nine through twelve. I put Tim Duncan just because of the fact that you know with Tim okay. Duncan, there's you know he was great at at a certain set of things, but. You know, he needed other players to, to be make able him to, great. To, exactly, yeah, to make him great. And, they had and to, to open ahead. the floor for him. He wasn't taking a lot of people off the dribble and stuff no, like that and creating no, his and, own and that's, shot. That's he was great at a very select amount of things for me. Yeah. He was like um, Liam Neeson. He he had a you know select set of skills. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm not going to deviate on the names, but um, I am going to say Jordan number one. Uh, I think he is the most dominating player of all time. This comes from uh, a Lakers fan. Uh, you know, it's hard for me to say that, but you know, when it when the Jordan rules, and I saw the way teams well, you have played four defense, of the so five. Like, so, <laughs> not what you're worth. You well, have four you know, of the top five. Jordan, he you know he just just truly exemplified uh, you know what it is to be as uh, great and all that. So I'm I'm gonna have to give it to MJ number two. That's a tough question right there because you could say LeBron, you could say Kobe, you could say Wilt. Uh, you know, I think Magic of five I think is a good spot for him, maybe even number four. Uh, you know, Wilt was, like you said, it's so dominating. I mean, what was it? Uh, one year he was told he doesn't pass enough, so he led the league in assists. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, yeah. and you know, just – Everybody forgets about his rebounding, his block shots before they even counted block shots. You know, he probably led the league in that, you know, had they counted as a stat. I mean, obviously the points notwithstanding. So the fact that he, you know, 100 point game and all that, he was just such the uh, dominating force in his era. Right, right. And I think even more so than Kareem uh, was at any point in time in his era. I think Kareem, a lot of his attributes to getting his success and his championship not only was to his great skill set offensively but the fact that you know he he was in the league for such a long period of time and be able to go ahead and and sustain greatness for such a long period of time i think uh, that's a tribute to his success but i would probably say that same five uh like i said two through four is tough for me i'm i'm if you ask me any other day i might tell you a different set but i'm going to probably go right now with kobe and lebron two three and then wilt number four but you might ask me this time next week i might say kobe might be ahead of lebron or might at the end of kobe's uh, lebron's career i might say he might be ahead of kobe just because of the fact that well, you said it big Haas, that he is such a facilitator he makes he helps his team win in so many different ways and that's one of the things i pointed out to laker tom in our conversation on lakerholics.net and lakers fast break is Kobe, one of Kobe's best performances to me was a day he really shot horribly in Game 7 of the finals against the Boston Celtics where the Lakers won a championship because he found other ways to win. Right. And LeBron does that on an every-game basis. So if he's not shooting well, and we even see this today at thirty, you know, at 35 years old in his 17th year, 
he, if he's not shooting well, he finds other ways to help the team win. Right. And that's why I think LeBron at some point in time is probably going to be right behind Michael. But I'm going to give it to Kobe at this point in time, like you guys said. Uh, and I think I'll go ahead and, and right for right now, I'll say it's the same order with Mike, MJ, Kobe, LeBron, Wilt, and then Magic. Well, Gerald, I know you got a roll. Tell us where we can find your your items, my friend. Well, first off, if you want to hear more of TJ Johnson or you want to hear more Lakers stuff and also stuff on the NBA, check out the Lakers Fast Break. Just type in Lakers Fast Break wherever you get your podcasts. Or also as well, you can check out the Pop Culture Cosmos. Two times a week, we go ahead and cover the world of pop culture. Also, a lot of extra shows we throw on the Pop Culture Cosmos channels, including the Lakers Fast Break, pops up there every point in time as well. So if you want to go ahead and listen to good pop culture stuff outside of Voice from the Underground, you want to go ahead and check it out today, Pop Culture Cosmos, wherever you get your podcasts, and on over 25 stations on radio worldwide. Thanks so much to the guys at The Voice from the Underground for having me on their show and for allowing me to play that segment on this program right here. If you want to hear more from The Voice from the Underground, including the rest of that show or all of their episodes with Jason, Big Haas, and also TJ Johnson as they talk about politics, social issues, pop culture, sports, cigars, and more, check it out today at the Voice from the Underground channel wherever you get your podcasts. The Lakers-Clippers game was postponed, so their first game back as of now is on Friday, hosting a game against Portland. Thanks so much for joining us today, and if you have any questions, comments, or thoughts on Kobe, the Lakers, or the NBA, let us know at Lakers Fast Break on Twitter, LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com, or send it to us as part of a five-star review for our show and don't forget to subscribe to the Lakers Fast Break podcast as well. We will continue to get more thoughts on Kobe, the Lakers, and the NBA as we continue our coverage right here on the program. So thanks for joining us, as always, right here on the Lakers Fast Break podcast. <laughs>